Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And joining us today is James Oxford of Watergun Outlaw Films. James, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you on. Appreciate it. So how did you first uh, become a filmmaker? Um, so oddly enough, um, I work in the corporate world. I have had no background in filmmaking whatsoever, had not really any thought into something that would go into and um, actually it is because um, I married a actor and because of that over over the years he was acting in in various short films and and stuff like that and he had been writing scripts of his own and about four or five years ago we just decided um, why not just start making films on our own so because I have a business background I just the the producing aspect of it was very natural seemed to come natural it wasn't too big of a struggle to understand how that worked and what I needed to do and what my responsibilities were and um and because I don't have any interest in being an actor I don't have any interest in being a writer or director and things like that it's a good separation of duty so we don't run into any of uh those standard arguments you get among spouses sometimes when they're both <laughs> working in the same industry so we we keep it separate so it goes well there you go match made in heaven there right there yeah, exactly. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Watergun Outlaw Films? Is there a particular type of film that you guys like to make or a particular style that you work in? Yeah, so everything that we create is something that Lance has written. So his, uh, his name is Lance Marshall, and he is our writer, director, but again, of course, he's also an actor. And everything he does is a very dark drama. Some people call them psychological thrillers. We get lumped into the horror category a lot, though that's not necessarily how we would usually categorize our films. Um, but they do usually have kind of a twisted nature to them. Um, so those are the kinds of things that we make. Sometimes they'll have some dark humor to them. Um, we have a film called Apples, which kind of ventures into that kind of a dark, twisted humor to it. Um, and so, yeah, so that's kind of like, and that's how we got started, like four or five years ago. He's been writing for years, but four or five years ago, we decided to... Um, to start doing our own thing. And so we started with The Demon Deep in Oklahoma, which of course sounds like a horror film um, that we don't consider a horror film. And, uh, but it is, it, it is dark and it, and it's, um, uh, can be very creepy. And uh, so I don't blame people for uh, categorizing it that way. But um, so we did that one. And so then that went well and that was an exciting adventure for us. And so we've just been knocking them out ever since. Very cool. And I got to say, I love the name Watergun Outlaw Film. It's a great, that's a great like name for his production company. <laughs> Thank you. How'd you guys uh, come up with that? Just like randomly or is there like, a story behind that? No, I mean, it really is kind of random, but it also kind of describes Lance in a way. If you were to meet him, he is a very 
nice, friendly. People think of him being very positive, and he is. He's this very positive uh, person, very loving, very you know, uh, optimistic person, but then the stuff that he creates is so dark and twisted that you don't expect them to be coming from the same person, and that's what we kind of like. We like the contradiction in the name that it's this outlaw, but it's a water gun outlaw. So it's, you know, it's got this kind of playful, childlike side to what sounds like something ominous. So that's kind of, but it was kind of random, but it, it worked. Definitely. So what qualities do you think make up a great film? And could you give us a few examples of those films? Um, I'm sure the answer would be di- different, whoever, whoever you ask. But um, for us, again, because Lance comes from the acting side, that's kind of where this all originated. Any film that's got these really amazing, strong, well-fleshed-out characters, that's what we're drawn to and that's what we love. And I mean, I think you can forgive a lot of other things when when you have those in place um, to an extent. <laughs> Um, we think everything's important. We think lighting's important and sound is important and all those things need to come together and you shouldn't take any of them for granted. But at the end of the day, you also don't want to put so much work into production and, and try to make it look flashy, but you know, the characters are just flat or unimaginative or seem so shallow. Like someone didn't really put a thought, a lot of thought into who this character was. Um, dialogue is important to us. Is it realistic is it believable or does it sound like some sort of forced conversation um that you're like no one would ever say that no one would ever talk like that so it kind of pulls you out of it so anything that pulls you in and keeps you pulled in so whether it's the performance or whether it's the dialogue um those are the things that to us feel like the most important thing um as far as examples i think um there's films out there that uh i don't know if you've ever seen xavier dolan's films um tom at the farm is a is an amazing film and it definitely has that tone and vibe of the type of thing that we like to make um, where it's a drama, but it's definitely got this dark twist to it. It's very heavy on having amazing actors and, and these just amazing, realistic, believable situations um, that really pull you in. And um, Greg Araki um, made a, an amazing movie called Mysterious Skin that we love. Um, again, just, just any film like that that has these really strong, just, performances that you believe and you can relate to in some way um no matter how concerning that is sometimes you can relate to it and you're like oh my god why am i relating to what i'm seeing on the screen because that's some twisted messed up stuff but i think everybody everybody has something that you can relate to if you get to know the character the person so if these characters really kind of bear themselves and really let you get to know them then you're you're going to connect to them in some way whether the the quote unquote good guy or the quote unquote bad guy um, there's something to connect with. So definitely cool. It's kind of like just like um, like studying different sides of different people and everything. Exactly, because it's it's so common to kind of hear, oh, well, that he's just an evil person, or they're just a good person. I mean, there's, I would assume, majority of the time, there's something that drives people. And if you go back far enough, there's a reason why people do the things they do. It doesn't make them innocent. It doesn't make them. Um, not responsible for the bad things they do, but there usually is a reason, something that has happened at some point that's pushed them to this, that all of us that could possibly be capable of it put in the, in the, in the wrong situation. So definitely cool. So on the opposite end of that, are there any films that you enjoy as kind of like guilty pleasures, movies, you know, that aren't exactly great, but you like watch it anyways. 
Yeah, that that that's <laughs> that, and I think it's important to have those, especially if you make the kind of films we make that are so dark. Um, it's good to have things that are uh, a little lighter or maybe just stupid. Um, for me, my big films are. Um, when I was in high school, it was So I Married an Axe Murderer. I was obsessed with that movie for years. I would quote it all the time. To this day, my mom still makes me quote it because she thinks it's funny. Um, and then uh, for my entire family, it's Christmas Vacation. We watch it two or three times a year, every single year. There are family members that we can relate to in my family. They um, hint he drives an RV. Um, and so... Those 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 are kind of the the big ones. Um, I don't I don't watch romantic comedies that much, but I I like um, I don't know I, I like things that make me laugh. I like things that um, I like animated sh movies, but to be honest, they're always so damn sad. I rarely watch them because I'm never in a situation I'm like, do I want to cry right now? No, so I'm gonna <laughs> skip. I'm gonna uh, skip this cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's an animated film called uh, Grave of the Fireflies that people always tell me to watch. I'm like, why? It's like, well, it's really sad. I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it if it's that sad. <laughs> like, why? I know. It, it's rare that you feel like, oh, I want to be sad right now. I feel like being depressed, so I'm going to watch like, this. Oh, but, um, hey, go watch The Little Matchstick Girl. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> like, yes, if I want to cry for the rest of the night, I will. <laughs> Are you having a good night? Yeah, well, now it's about to be ruined. <laughs> So speaking but, of films, yeah. So that's a, that's that that's about it. Like I said, those are kind of my go-to's, and I kind of watch them over and over again. There, I did go through a, a um, what is it, Beetlejuice. Uh, my God, when me and my little brother were kids, we watched that a zillion times. There for like two or three years, and then I, I haven't seen it in many years. But we were obsessed with it for a while. And then, television-wise, I pretty much just put on Law and Order SVU in the background, and it's just there's always a marathon of it on. <laughs> somewhere so that's kind of my if i need something just on the tv that's what i throw on it's kind of like the twilight zone and every holiday there's just always a marathon so like i'm just gonna have this on for the entire day <laughs> exactly so as far as like films that you guys produce um do you have any um upcoming films that um you guys are currently working on so the films that we all the films that we are had been working on they're done and they're complete and they're out there for people to watch and so where we're at right now is everything we've done has been a short film up to this point that we've actually produced. And so now we are looking at doing a feature, uh, which is the natural progression. And um, so Lance is, probably has four or five feature films that he's written. And so we are trying to decide what is that, that first feature, which, which is the one that makes the most since which one is the most natural step for us based on what we've done and what we've experienced and, you know, we've tackled and we feel like we've done well, what would be that perfect one to, to transition to? And so we have one called The Washings in Boone Hill County um, that we're kind of putting up the, the finishing touches on. Um, it definitely, if, if you've seen some of our other films, it has that same kind of backdrop of it's very rural because um, I'm from Oklahoma and Lance is from Texas, and so we both grew up in very rural atmospheres. And um, so this one's like that. Now, this one's a little bit more rural than we did. These are people that live in the woods and the sticks, you know, think of maybe the Appalachians up in this area. Um, and so it's, and it has kind of like our other films as well, has kind of this religious undertone, kind of a dark religious undertone to it. And um, 
so yeah, so I mean, not to give away too much about it, but there's some people from the outside that wander in and encounter these these people that uh, have their own belief system, and it is dark and hard to comprehend. But again, like we were talking about, if you get to know the characters, you don't necessarily say, oh, I understand why they're doing that, that's okay, but you do see how if someone was raised in that environment their whole entire life and they know nothing else why they do these dark twist things that they do because they know no different and so that's kind of what it is it just follows this um the these people that encounter um these hill people and um and it goes bad (laughs) there you go definitely sounds interesting it's like um there's like an internal logic behind what people do, but it's not necessarily a, a good kind of logic. It's like still lacking a lot. So, so films like that are always fun to watch. Yeah, I think it. Th- that's why I think we try. We, we've always said we want to make a horror film, but we don't know how to make one without people making just dumb mistake after dumb mistake after dumb mistake. And so that's frustrating. And so that's why I think we kind of like this dark drama thing, because you can kind of give it a horror type feel about it but without with, but with the characters maybe because they're more developed or than maybe you normally see in a horror film they can make decisions that you you could see how they ended up in the situation they did and it wasn't just they walked into a dark room where somebody was screaming you know they there there's a reason why it happened and you could see it happening realistically so um so that's how hopefully this this one will come across when it's finished um but so like i said we've just finished that up We've worked with so many actors over the over the years, and so we kind of already have a strong idea who those actors will be. Some of them will be from stuff we've done before, plus a, a handful of new people. Um, but yeah, we're excited about that. Hopefully, that'll the ball will be rolling on that. We have a producer out in LA that we're friends with, um, who is from New York, who we knew from New York, and um, so we've been talking to him. So hopefully, that'll be going here in the next few months. Definitely cool. So there's a question that we need to ask that uh, we, we talk about all the time here, and uh, we like to get everybody's input on it, and I like to ask and, you know, see who gets a point. Um, what is your opinion on hairless cats? On hairless cats? Yes. Um, I think they are fantastic animals for other people to have. Um, <laughs> I think that um, I... I Let's 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 take the fact that it's hairless out of the equation and just say cats. Let's start with that. And um, I think they're out to kill us. And, <laughs> See, I um, told you. See, they're just so, they're just cuddly balls of murder. <laughs> we have dogs. I respect cats. Don't get me get me wrong. I respect them. Um, but um, it's like anything that's dangerous. You respect it, but you know, stay away from it because it'll kill you in your sleep. Um, and then taking hair off of it, I don't know, that just adds punishment to it. I don't know. Just Smith. sounds terrifying. I couldn't imagine touching it in any way. Every time that episode of Friends, I'm just like, oh, God. I'm, I'm Rachel in that episode. <laughs> they're like the mob bosses of the cat world. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. See, I, I, I think they're adorable. I think you're wrong. You know, but, so that's that's a point for you, Paul. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> Like you respect cats, but you like you love dogs. It's like um, you find a dog, you can pet it. When you see a cat, you just like salute and walk away. <laughs> like all right. exactly, exactly. Be like, you stay in your place, I'll stay in my place. I promise not to try to piss you off. But in your defense, if you love cats, love cats. That's awesome. I have no disrespect <laughs> for you. 
So, um, James, very important. Where can we follow you or Lance to find out more about Watergun Outlaw Films and any projects that you'll be working on in the future? Okay. So um, it's pretty simple as far as um, if you go to Watergun Outlaw is luckily a very unique title. So we're watergunoutlaw.com. That's our website. We keep it pretty well updated with it has links to all of our past work. And I keep it pretty well updated with what we're working on or, or anything that's happening with us or festivals that we're in. Um, and then we're on all the social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all just Watergun Outlaw. Uh, Google that and you'll find it or, or search for Watergun Outlaw on any of those and you'll find us. And, um, and then I have my own page, but uh, James E. Oxford. But to be honest, Watergun's probably the best route to go to keep up with what we're doing. Sounds good. So there you have it, B-Movie fans. Watergun Outlaw Films, a film production company by James Oxford. Go ahead and check out all their stuff. James, thank you for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun having you on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. Don't forget to listen to our podcast. We review a different B-movie each week. New episodes every Friday on our website, bmoviebros.com. If you have a movie you'd like us to review or any additional comments, feel free to leave a message below. This has been another B-movie interview. We are the B-movie bros saying... Be brave, be alive, and be back next time.